ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah! Are you excited to be in church? You may kindly take your seats. It's testimony time! That shout was very, very weak. I need a shout that is a bit more encouraging. I said it is testimony time! 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 13, the Bible says that even though we are faithless, our God remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. This evening, I came here with a word for you. And it's to announce to you that no matter what God has told you, no matter how long it has taken, believe it because it is going to happen in your life. If you believe it, shout aloud, Amen. Hallelujah. So to bring us our testimony tonight, help me welcome our brother, Ernest Efrie from the Aquaman region, a Bacenta leader. Put your hands together for Ernest as he comes up. Hallelujah. You are looking very nice. Thank you. So what you have, what's, what's so, your testimony tonight? So my testimony tonight is about how, how God saved me, my daughter, and then also saved my building. Wow. Yes. Three states. Three states. Three Received three blessings in the name of Jesus. And, and Pastor Jerry, this thing happened just by believing just a simple word from our bishop. Wow. Yes. Tell us about it. This is how it happened. So about two years ago, I bought this land and then I was developing it. And at the same time, my wife also delivered. And I think four months um, during the building, I had a bit of issue on the land. And this issue was going, but I didn't pay attention to it. Issue it, on the land. Yes. It was physical. You go there, a lot of threats. Spiritual, physical. I see you overcoming every problem in your life in the name of Jesus. So I still didn't pay attention to it. So two years later, which is somewhere this year, I noticed my daughter was two years. She couldn't walk. She couldn't stand. She couldn't crawl. At her wait, age, wait, wait. Your daughter all of a sudden couldn't walk? No. She couldn't stand? Never. She couldn't move? No. So, a wow. lot of things were occurring to me and then I was a bit scared about that. So I started seeing a lot of specialists going for physio sessions, but trust me, none work. Wow. So I was then then it occurred to me that, why is that I'm trying a lot of specialists? Why wouldn't I come to church? You said it's okay to you that you have been trying a lot of specialists, but why haven't you come to consult your pastor in church? Yes. Receive the wisdom, receive the understanding. May you receive an impression that will guide you where you need to go. Receive it for your life in the name of Jesus. So this was what happened. Um, I came to church, and after service, I went to see our bishop, Bishop Ogo. 
And when I went to see him and then I told him about everything, I was expecting prayers, like <laughs> shouting and all those things. But I didn't get that. And all he said was, I should just go home and relax. Everything will be fine. Then he, I was like, Wait, ah. wait, repeat it again. You said he said what? I should go home. And go relax. home, everything will be relax, fine. and everything will be fine. Yes. I am carrying the same blessing into your life. Every problem in your life is settling because of these words. If you believe it, can I hear a loud shout of an amen? So, I was like, ah, Bishop, I was expecting more. But, well, I guess then, and on my way home, I, I took it with good faith mm. that no, what Bishop has said, something must happen. Something must happen. Yes. So I go home and then I decided that no more specialists, no more physio. Jesus. So I told my wife, I told my mother-in-law. They were all worried, but then I never I listened to them. Hmm. So two weeks, three weeks later, I was at work when my mother-in-law called me shouting. <laughs> oh, 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 I thought you, you, you back away and shout yourself because something is changing your life. You are going to be celebrating soon. What was she shouting? That all of a sudden, my daughter who couldn't crawl, who couldn't stand, just stood up all of a sudden and made two, three steps. I see things beginning to change in your life as well. So I, I, I was like, no, I, I want to know what really happened. How, how, how did it happen? <laughs> they said, no, they were just there after eating. She just got up all of a sudden she was walking and from that time up to now she walks she runs she oh, does oh, everything oh 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 i don't know why some of you are sitting down there very quietly but if you understood the power behind this testimony you'll be celebrating this great god and things will also change in your life receive it in jesus name and it didn't end there it just didn't end all the issues i was having on the land all of a sudden everything just vanished all of a sudden, everything just so vanished. your daughter can now walk. walk. Yes, the land issues are also finished. Yes, and you are also okay. Yes, I said, receive a triple threat blessing in the name of Jesus. And, and so, what you have to tell us tonight? I, all I want to say is, I just listen and I just believe simple words from Bishop. So, I believe all of us here, if we can also do the same thing by just listening. And adhering to simple words from our bishop, we will see mighty and then great things. And with this, I also want to say a very thank you to my father, my bishop, and my everything for this breakthrough that he gave me. And I want to ask God's blessing and favor in everything that he do and in everything that he will do from now till ever. Wow. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and celebrate Jesus.
bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We are grateful to you for the opportunity and the privilege to be in your presence. We ask that you speak to us. Let your word bring guidance to our lives. Let your word bring improvements in our lives. And touch us in a very special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you to church tonight. I want to welcome our online congregation who are watching and are a part of the service, both near and far. I believe that God has something special for you today. And um, I'm continuing to share on the seven great principles of salvation say after me seven great principles of salvation seven great principles of salvation when you become saved you have embarked on a project a lifetime project and that project will fail if you don't apply principles when you meet anyone who is not principled you have met an animal It means the person is a very dangerous person. You meet a woman without principles. Don't go near her. You meet a man without principles. You've met a devil. It means that anything is possible. And it cannot be that anything is possible. A life where anything is possible is a very dangerous life. When you walk with God, He sets the limits of your life. A true Christian has limits. So when you meet a Christian who lives anyhow 
then that person is really not a correct Christian. And today's generation of Christians don't have principles. And anything I've told you without principles will fail. That is why your salvation must be seen as a project which requires principles. A principle is a very deep understanding of how something works. If you don't have that deep understanding, what you are doing will fail. So when you are saved, your salvation requires these principles. Principle number one, man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. This is a principle we use to live our Christian life. Let's all repeat it. Man is a spirit. Let's take it again together. One go. Before you got born again, you did not know this. The farthest you went was that you have a mind which must be educated. So you went to Accra Technical University or you went to University of Cape Coast. An unbeliever lives with the mind that he is just a body moving around. So unbelievers spend a lot of time and resources on their bodies. On their bodies. Which is not a bad thing. Because the body is also a very important thing. But the unbeliever's mind is that he is just a body. And I'm saying that some go beyond the body and think of themselves also as having a mind which must be educated. But the average unbeliever does not, believe, does not even think of spirits. If he thinks of spirit, it means he's going to see a juju man or a malam for some spiritual powers. So an unbeliever's mind is that he is a body. But when you come to the Lord, when you become born again, then you learn that, ah, I am a spirit. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a body. You see, when you know this, you will suddenly change your emphasis in life. 
how you distributed your time, your energy, your money, your, 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 your relationships will be different. Because before you got born again, all your money was spent on wigs and powders and blouses. Before you got born again, all your money was spent on shoes and clothes. Shoes and suits. But when you get born again and you get to know that you are a spirit, you begin to spend money on things that will develop your spirit. You begin to spend your time on things that will develop your spirit because you know it's a principle. You are principled. You are a principled Christian. And you know that you are a spirit. I want you to get the earlier messages I preached on this principle. Go to the podcast and listen to it. Because it will be a blessing to you. You need to know it. Number two. Principle number two. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead. It's a dead spirit. And it's very desperately wicked. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead. And desperately wicked. Which is a principle you need to know as a believer. If you are interested in God, you need to know that an unbeliever spirit is dead. That an unbeliever spirit is a wicked spirit. That an unbeliever is not somebody you can just have any type of relationship with. If you are a Christian and you intend to walk with God, you need to know that an unbeliever is not a correct person. He may be a lawyer. She may be the president of a country. He may be a chief executive. But he's not correct. He is not. All this is just to say that a, an unbeliever is not a correct person. Not a correct person. There's a list. I want us to read again. It's, it, it's very important. Romans chapter 1. Verse 29. This is the list of the unbeliever. Romans 1, 29. Being filled with all unrighteousness. So an unbeliever is full of these things. Unrighteousness filled with fornication. Wickedness. He may look calm, but he is full of wickedness. He himself may not know how wicked he is until he is pressed to kill you. Covetousness maliciousness full of envy 
never happy with what he has. And always envying somebody. Murder. That's an unbeliever. So when you are not very serious with your salvation and you lose your salvation, your life drops to this list. Murder. Full of envy, wickedness, debates, deceits, deceiving. One of the characteristics of the unsaved man is that he is never true, never honest. Even if he was brought up to be honest, by the very nature of his unsaved spirit, he is a deceiver. Malignity, whisperers, 30, backbiters. When you turn your back to an unbeliever, know that your back has been turned to a very evil person. And by the time you turn back, parts of your flesh should have been eaten. Because they bite your back. Haters of God. If you read the newspapers, you watch television, you see them. Haters of God. You see them everywhere. They are doctors. They are lawyers. They are politicians. They don't have any respect for God. When they give rules, the rules they give to the church is different from the rules they give to other groups. Because they don't have any respect for God. When they need Christians to do something, they may come to church and take a white handkerchief and dance in front. But they are actually haters of God. He's a lawyer, but he's a hater of God. He's, a, he's an assemblyman, but he's a hater of God. He's a nurse, but he's a... When you meet a hater of God, you have met a devil. Yes. Proud. Boasters, inventors of evil things. You'll be amazed at what they can sit down and plan. Those of you who have no problem fellowshipping deeply with unbelievers, you will soon discover that you enter the lion's den. Disobedient to parents. Nobody who is a believer will be disobedient to his parents. When you meet somebody who does not have respect for parents, whether spiritual parents or biological parents, you have met an unbeliever. 31. Without understanding. They don't understand anything. Except what they want, what they feel. What, what, what they need to satisfy themselves. They don't understand. They don't understand anything. You can't placate them. It's one of the words. Uh, uh-huh. Implacable. You can't calm them down. They almost look abnormal. That's a non-believer. Covenant breakers. Without natural affection. That is, even... 
they are they are below animals. You should see a dog that has given birth. It's a natural affection. They care for the children. You should see a goat. A male goat that has seen a female goat. Naturally, is drawn to the female goat. But when you don't fear God, you go below what is natural. So you see a male goat going to chase another male goat, which you don't even see in normal life. Unmerciful. Don't fall into their hands. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead. You need to know this so that you value your salvation. Because God did a lot to get you out of that, this life. He had to send his son. His son had to die. Apart from his son dying, he had to put a burden on someone for you. For the person to care for you. Or care about you. He had to anoint someone to pastor you. All these things are God's arrangements. The person who brought you to church this evening is one of God's appointees for your life. If you don't value this and you lose it, you drop to this level. Principle number three. The spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. I'll explain these two words. I've already taught them. But when you are saved, that is now, now I'm talking to you. Your spirit is righteous. Righteous means, like the word is there, right. The word right is in the word righteous. So, you understand it now. Righteous means doing what is right. When you come to God, there are things he expects you to do. There are things he expects you not to do. And when you are righteous, you do what is right. Which is not something a normal, unsaved person can do. Expecting an unbeliever to do what is right, is like expecting a goat to fly. If you see, ever see a goat flying, it means something has carried it in the air. But on its own, it cannot fly. You need to be a bird to fly. You need to be saved to do what is right. And as you grow in the Lord, as you read your Bible every day, and you pray every day, you get to learn what is right. It's in the Bible. 
That's why we sing, read your Bible, pray every day. It's not something for uh, 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 save church. Sunday school little children. You learn to forgive. Yes. It's It's righteousness makes you forgive. You learn to love. Being, being saved now makes it possible for you. If you want to do it, you will do it. It's easy for you to do it. Coming to church is part of your righteousness. It's right. There's somebody at home watching me from your bedroom. You should have been in church. It's not right for you to be at home watching me. So as you grow in the Lord, you learn many things that are right. It's right to pay your tithes. It's very right for you to serve God. It's not right to be in church for five years doing nothing. That's nothing. It means the kingdom of God is not on your heart. Anything that is on your heart presents a burden and you want to make sure it is doing well. So when the disciples went to Jesus to ask him to teach them to pray, he, among the things he told them to pray is that thy kingdom come. That is, pray about the kingdom that it should come. When the kingdom comes in this church, the place will be very full. When the kingdom comes in this church, you will not find any young man watching pornography. When the kingdom comes in this church, you will not have any young boy who is into unbeliever music. For as long as there are pornographers and, and, and worldly Christians, it means the kingdom has not come. It's not come. And a spiritual person promotes righteousness. And as you promote righteousness, Righteousness also promotes you. Righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach. Then, when you are saved also, not only is your spirit righteous, your spirit is also holy. Now, holy and righteous are different things. Righteous is that you will not fornicate. Yes. You've met her, you are marrying next month, uh, next year, February. No matter your feelings for her, you will not sleep with her. So, February, that's right, you're doing what is right. So, when his hand is trying to come towards your chest, say, brother, do what is right. After February, that that one too, that's also when you must do what is right. Yes. A lot of people, after February, they don't do what is right. You have to sit down and counsel them before they do what is right. But when you come to holiness, holiness is not not drinking. 
What was it? So, uh, uh, a holy brother. When you say, oh, that brother is holy, it doesn't mean that the brother doesn't fornicate or he doesn't drink. All those things are part of your righteousness. Holy, actually, the, the, the real Hebrew meaning of the word holy is one. Yes. So, so you read that, for the Lord thy God is one. Really, the the real meaning of the word holy is one. One. Not two. One means that at home, at work, in the classroom, in the office, in church, you are the same one. It means you are not available to the world. You are not available. You, you are one. That's the, the holy is, it means one. But some of you are three. There's a church variant of you. There's a classroom variant. Some of you, I mean, you are known in, in school as a very bad boy. But you are sitting in church this evening and you are about to eat communion. Holy means set apart. Only for God. One. Only for God. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. One. You don't, do, don't try to do other things with the Sabbath. It's only for God. Rest. The priests had garments that were holy. Holy garments. It's worn only in one place. But some of you, what you are wearing now, you brought it from your boyfriend's room. You are from there. It's the same dress you are wearing. Even the panties is what you use for the arrangement. And then you wore it again and you have come to church. Shakatabayandalababa. The spirit of a saved man is holy. You don't listen to Tego sisters, daughters of glorious Jesus, and add Shatawale to it. You are one. Those at home who should have been in church. One. You are not one. You. You will never see him in school during break sequestered among some friends watching pornography. No, because he's one. If you meet him in a corner, it means he's preaching to someone. That's how I got born again, actually. That's how I got born again. We were in school, vacation classes. Boys and girls had met. We, we had a class. I mean, classes. 
I mean, add math, whatever math, and something that maybe I forgot, you know. But there was a break. And I saw some people standing somewhere. I thought that they were looking at some pornography magazines. Something juicy. So I went there to see what was going on there. You see, it's a school with many classrooms. Then the back somewhere in a corner. When I went there, I, you see, what drew me there was that during the class, I mean, as we're having the classes, there were some boys, this is Takrali, there were some boys from GSTS. Very bad. Reverend Michael School. Very, very bad boys. St. John's. Very bad. So I saw them in a corner. So I knew that they were doing something bad there. And me too, I was a bad boy, so I was also going to that place. <laughs> but as I drew closer, I realized that these boys were standing quietly with their hands behind them and somebody was talking to them. So I was wondering which teacher had gathered them and when we have paid money for Admat, he's doing something special in a corner teaching them another subject. When I went, it was my wife. She was a little 16-year-old girl. She had gathered the St. John's and GSCS boys and she was preaching to them. One. I had not seen some before. I had not seen some before. Hardened boys. She had gathered them. Hmm. When I got, I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Now, I, I don't know this about preaching church, but she was talking to about, the, about Christ, about salvation, being born again. I stood at the corner and just listened. I said, wow. Because I had seen her in the class. I said, this girl is a nice girl. <laughs> you know, let me continue preaching. Um, principal, may you be in church what you are in school. May you be in school, what you are in church. My sister, this evening, you are sitting here as a church member. How can you, at 11 p.m., be in another man's house? Now, what are you doing here? You are three. How is it possible the phone you are using to read verses? 1 a.m. That's the phone you are using to watch pornography. You are two. But when you are saved, you are what? One. <laughs> Principle number four. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby. And it must grow. Let's say it together. One go. Your spirit is a I can't hear it from this side. Let's start again. One go. This is how the project of salvation is carried out. It's a principle. And once that principle is working, your salvation works. There are principles in a car, 
a car's engine. Once those principles are working, the engine is working. My dear, my dear, it's a principle that when you get born again, you are a spiritual baby and you must grow. If you understand this principle, you pay every price to see yourself rising. You see yourself praying more, studying more, catching off unbeliever friends, joining Christian groups, helping to build the church. You are growing. The number of verses you knew last week, last year, is less than the number of verses you know now because you've added more. Every year you know more. You grow. You grow. I want to ask you, are you growing? Does it even occur to you? All these were spiritual babies. But today, they've grown so much that they are now giving birth. When will you grow? We start with you by bringing you to church on a bus. But as time goes on, you grow. Hey, wake up. Some time ago, you used to sleep when you came to church. But as you grow, you see, when somebody is sleeping, it means the person is not relating with what is going on. He's bored. But you see somebody standing up. Can you see the man standing up? Can you see that man standing up? I mean, he, he's not very tall, but you, you can see him. Aha, he has raised his hand. You can see he's standing up. Yeah. Somebody, the same message. Oh. Look at how he's sitting. On the edge of his seat. It's like, say it. Look at him. Say it. He's standing. The same way. Look at him. Then, then somebody... It's a baby. And you must grow. Have the joy of seeing yourself doing more. Have the joy of seeing yourself growing stronger in the Lord. Grow! Grow. The last time I saw you, you had about, how many members? Five members. Seven members, yeah. That's a grown man. But as the months go by, you must grow. Because the number of people you care for shows your level of maturity. Yes. So after you've cared for yourself, your body has been developed, then you now begin to care for others. 
So I want to ask you. You've been in church for a year, two years. Have you matured to help someone to grow? Every Christian must have the word grow on his mind. I am growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. One of the ways to know you are growing, you will know you are growing when you can point to things you have put away. Anyone who cannot point to this girl was in my life, I put her away. This skirt was in my wardrobe, I put it away. This book was in my bookshelf, I put it away. Anybody who cannot point to habits, ideas, people, things you've put away. First Corinthians 13, when I was a child, I taught as a child. I understood as a child. I spoke as a child. Now when I became a man, I put away childish things. You can never become a man without putting away something. It is the putting away of something that shows you are mature. If you can't point to something you put away, some types of movies you put away. Some types of websites you put away. Some types of clothes you put away. A type of friend you put away. If you can, anybody who cannot point to something you put away cannot be a man. That's the Bible. The difference between a man and a boy, a, a baby, is not size alone. In fact, Yes, I mean, Ephesians 4 talks about size. The fullness of the measure of the stature. Till we all grow size. But one of the big things about maturity is what have you dropped? What have you dropped? What have you dropped? And, and, and I'm asking you. But you see, as you grow deeper in the Lord, there should be things you have dropped. There should be a way of talking you have dropped. Yes. There's a way of talking you should drop. There's a way of behaving you must drop. A certain type of emotional outburst. Some of you, you can get angry and remove your shirt and fight. But when you became a man, you put away the removal of your shirts. Maybe now you only open the buttons. But you don't remove it. You put away something. And a time comes now, the buttons are closed. You are angry, but your buttons are closed. 
Kashukatabaya. Put away. Some of you easily remove your trousers and your underwear. Easily. But when you become a spiritually mature person, you put away the ease with which you remove your clothes. Lift your two hands at home. In the church. Lift your two hands and pray and say, Lord, give me, show me what I must remove. Show me. Show me. Show me what I must remove, Lord. Show me. Remove the habit of only coming to church on a bus. Always. Somebody has to carry you. Drop it. And you are now carrying someone. Put it away. Help me put them away. When I became a man. I knew I had become a man because of what I put away. So the more things you put away, the more you become mature. Help me, Lord. In God. pray, pray, pray. I want to I put away. I put away. Show me, Lord. Help me drop these bad habits. Rande Kushka Layande It must grow Manura Nikapa Orasade Resero Corona Ilandi Put away some friends Put away some behaviors Put away some attitudes Masumiande Thank you Yes You may please be seated Principle number five. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. (laughs) It must be renewed. Now, Now, this one is a big one. It's a big one. Every Christian has work to do. Everyone, I have work to do. Mommy, you have work to do. (laughs) What is the work? The renewing of your mind. Actually, now, now, look at it. Romans 12. Romans 12. Verse 1. Okay, let's do verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm about to say something. So, sit up and get ready for something big. Be not conformed to this world, 
But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That ye may know, ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect. Good, acceptable, perfect, good, acceptable, perfect. Listen to me. Anyone who wants to have anything that is good must be ready to do many things. You want to have good grades? You must use your textbook. You must go for notes. You must do extra classes and so on. So you understand why you are still owing maths. Some of you are still owing English. Listen to me. To have a good Christian life, a good spiritual life, you cannot, it cannot, a good Christian life cannot be achieved with only a change in your spirits. That is one. Things must work together. Romans 8, 28. Things must work together for good Romans 8.28 for good for something to be good things must work together now your salvation also requires some things one of them is your spirit which has been transformed renewed new birth but is it not interesting did you see the word transform there? Romans 12 verse 2. Did you see the word there? Transformed. It's interesting. I thought when your spirit is renewed, then you are transformed. That's a true change. Great change since I met God. But the Bible says that your mind, rather, your mind is what determines whether you are actually a changed person. There are people who are born again, but the mind is not changed. Your spirit is renewed, but your mind is the same. How you think, your crookish ways. The mind you had as an unbeliever is the same. When you are an unbeliever, You see a girl, you must sleep with her. You come to church, you discover that the highest concentration of girls in the church is the choir. So you join the choir and you start work as a clearing agent. It's an unbelieving mind, an unsaved mind. And you can be saved in your spirit by your mind. One pastor was sharing his testimony 
about this subject true change and he said how he but before he got born again he was a movie star but not the James Bond movie he was a pornography movie star not that he was watching pornography he was an actor yes They are human beings. The people who are in those things. They are, they are human beings. So this man, that was his work. He travels abroad to film. <laughs> then he comes back. No, he returns with money. That's his work. Like he also travel for conferences. So he got born again. This is a pastor preaching. He got born again. Now, when he entered the church, to him, love was the same as having sex. So he, he, he began to love. Beloved, let us love. Start work. In his case, I don't think he joined the choir. But he was in the church. Sisters, watch out. Not every guy around is a correct guy. Sisters. Sisters. Not every guy is correct. Some of them, even, even right now, as, I can, as I'm preaching, when I see some face, I know this is a devil. This is a devil. Now, evil spirits in a person can change how you appear. Hello? Yeah. You, can, you can actually judge a person by the cover and be right. The Bible talks about a proud look. It's a look. That's a way you can sugar yourself. As I'm preaching, you just sit down. Shall we clap our hands for Jesus? It's a look. Say, it's a look. As we are here, we are... are, Enjoying the message, see how they are sitting nicely. Then you have you have that sugar and you are safe. Say it's a look. It's a look. The madman of Gadara had a look. One of the looks of demon possession or unspirituality is nakedness. So when he met Christ, the people who came and saw him noticed that he was clothed. It means before, before, he was not clothed. So you can tell the amount of evil spirits in a woman by how much of her flesh you can see. any spiritometer. Just, just look around and you see that the more breasts you see, the more evil spirits. Yeah. 
You see a man, he will, he will wear a nice shirt and open the buttons so here. Then the hair on the chest is showing with a nice cross. A man. So when the woman sees it's like something is doing her inside. That was a miss, is it Malaika or Ghana? Many years ago. I'm sure it's Miss Ghana. They were interviewing them. One girl was asked, What would you like to see in a man? I like to see her on his chest. When I see her on his chest, then I'm, I'm feeling, feeling nice. Foolish girl. Your mind, your mind must change. And we change our minds with the word of God. When you are a Christian and you don't read the word of God, you are a dangerous person. You are an unbeliever masquerading as a Christian. Be ye transformed. So, so your real change, the Bible is Bible. I'm not adding to it. Your real change is in how your mind works. How your mind works. You can speak in tongues. I am mean, over 50 years old. I've seen girls in the church. There's this particular girl who was in the church speaking in tongues, reading her Bible, doing evangelism, but she was in the church looking for spams. I'm not joking. I'm not, please, I'm not joking. Don't. We thought like we, I, I, mean, I got born again, what, 37 years ago. I'm still in church. So we, I thought that, oh, this is also a Christian. We are all in the church. We are singing in the choir. We are doing out. Not that she, she, was, she was not in the church for heaven. She was looking for spams to get pregnant. You may think I'm joking. You are teaching. And she abode in the church for as long as she had not cut the spirit. When she got it, she left. Whether the spams are from a married man or a virgin. But you see, as she was around, she was looking for, for thoroughbreds. There's something called thoroughbreds. Yes. Yes. Proven breeds. Because it's not, it's not, it's not every man, every girl wants. <laughs> some of you, some of you have got rashes. Yeah, there is a man, and there is a man, and she had the eyes to see a man, and she found one. I pray that nobody finds you. The mind. The mind. You do business with him, he will just steal the money. 
she's selling shoes and clothes and iPads and, 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 and watches. The, the, the watches got finished. She has ordered some from Dubai. You want to buy three watches for your wife. Why do you want to even buy three? I don't even know why three. You give her money, 12,000 cities. She chops the money. The watches come. You are asking for a watch. She won't give it to you. So he's in the church, oh. but the mind is not the correct mind. It's an unbeliever's mind. You, you give him money. I'm buying this. You pay, but you don't get it. You pay him the money. He gets the money. He chops the money, but you won't get it. But he's in the church. When you are having a private meeting, he is the one who will even come and stand in front of you. But you know that your money is with him. Say, my mind must be renewed. There are girls in the service right now who are. Pr- let's all pray in tongues. Everybody pray. Let's pray in tongues. And look at them very carefully. See how we are praying in tongues. But if she gets you alone in her room tonight, you have an outdooring in nine months' time. Let's, let's pray. But the mind. Some of you have listened to devils on radio, devils on TV, who have told you that you shouldn't pay tithes. But because you don't read your Bible yourself, your mind is a twisted version of a believer's mind. But the mind. Pastors are thieves. So as I'm preaching now, as I'm praying, people are excited. You are at the back. And normally they sit at the back. On the front row of the back. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> they are getting up. <laughs> Only see a pastor, you have seen a thief. So, so, as you are being blessed, oh, my pastor is preaching. Some of this is not a bad day. So, that's a tease. That's a con man there. Yeah. It's okay. Why not? If you are called the thief, it's fine. Because your master was called the thief. How, how was he called the thief? He was killed between two thieves. Not one thief. Two means it's a certain. Two thieves. Yeah. So, so this, this is the company he's in. Today, I want to send you home. You in the green, green dress. Go and read your Bible. Otherwise, you'll be a dangerous Christian in the church. Because here, we have a mind. There's a mind we are we use here, like a mind that we are subject to our pastor. The mind that we meet, we pray. The mind that the church must also grow. The mind that we must build the church. The mind that we are going to heaven. But if you are here without such a mind, you will be an odd one out. 
That's why we can be in church, announce that we have a prayer meeting on Friday and some will not come because the mind is not to pray. After you are saved, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. Now, now, that renewal is not done by the Holy Spirit. It's you. Renew your mind. The same way you drive your car to Veld to renew your documents. Drive yourself into the word of God and renew your mind. I'm reserving the last two for next week. The last two are this. this. After you are saved, your body is still the same. I can't start now. You must keep it under control. coming soon to a church service near you. Clap your hands. But I'm sending you home. Go and renew your mind. Tomorrow morning, you will be at home. Read your Bible. Find a Christian book and read. Otherwise, you will be an unbeliever with a renewed spirit. <laughs> there are many unbelievers with renewed spirits. And so you hear them. The mind is a rotten mind. I'll come next week, God willing. The seventh one is after you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think on the right things. That's for next week. Those of you who can sit in church and undress girls on the stage, we shall meet next week. Stand to your feet and let's go. Tell the Lord, Lord, I must grow. I need to grow. I need to grow. 
Mandele Bratas Barukundi Brate Mabare Likandolina Andele I need to grow Yakrati Chanombra Ante Kerimina Ambele Nena I can't be a baby forever oh, no. Help me to renew my mind Give me the strength To read To watch To listen So that my mind is renewed Every hand lifted Everybody lift your hands in the service as And ask the Lord Father Make me a better version Of what I am A better version A better version of what I am Lemo Siti Handa Mokanda Teosa Teosa Mahandesa Lema Masini Andolomo Samahanda Lababa Lama Andolde Sipohanda Yanda Imomo Simini Makanda Labasata I say Lord You've brought me to church. You've given me a center leader. You've given me shepherds. Let me have something to show the world that I have met Jesus. Lift your hands and pray. When the madman met Jesus, he had something to show. Something to show. Rabande, Preconda, Lianda, Kemande, Bahai, Dadabahanda, Lamosi, Bahande, Horida, Ileya, Dadali, Andarano, Riakate, Rakanumara, Kabosa, Rokotorobo. We want to have something to show. Ricandemele, Rasadene Caparano, Alamba Romano, Kimarina, Alayasianda Pani and Dokora, Illa Pantere and Pantore, Illawara Pande, Adele and Pantoa, Aruka Paria, Antatarane, Adrega and Bele Numahana, Rapante, Runtanamiko. Father, we thank you. Every eye closed, please. There's a brother who wants to come and bow down his knees to God. He wants to say, Father, I've gone far from you. I'm coming. Somebody here, you have been in church, but tonight you've understood that really you are not born again. You are not changed. You need to surrender to Christ. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Wherever you are. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord, as your Savior, to save your soul, to save you, please lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you now. Yes, lift your hand. I see your hand. Pastor, I need Jesus. Lift your hand high. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. Yes, I see your hand. Somebody will help you to know Jesus. Somebody will help you to be truly born again. Somebody will help you to encounter Christ. Lift your hand high. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, lift your hand high. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, I want to see your hand and pray for you. If your hand is up, take your Bible, take your bag, take your notebook, your pen, and come to me in front here. Yes, come. God bless you, sir. God bless you. 
my dear. Yes, clap for her. She's coming. Come, my dear. Come, my dear. Yes, come. Here. Stand here. Here. Clap for them. They are coming, my dear. Come this way. Yes. Come, my dear. Go. Go. It's more coming in. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, everybody say Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, say My Heavenly Father, My Heavenly Father, I've come to you, I've come to you today, today, I realize, I realize, I am a sinner, I'm a sinner, I am dirty, I am dirty, my spirit is dirty, my spirit, is my dirty. spirit is dead, my spirit is dead, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. And wash my sins. And wash my sins. Please receive me. Please receive me. Come close to me. Come close to me. Lord. Lord. Receive me. Receive me. And make me your child. And make me your child. I declare today. I declare today. That I am born again. That I am born again. I declare today. I declare today. That my life is changed. That my life is changed. My mind is changed. My mind is changed. My life is changed. My life is changed. I will grow. I will grow. I will follow you. I will follow you. And I will grow. And I will grow. I thank you. I thank you. That this is the beginning. That this is the beginning. Of a new life. Of a new life. A very new life. A very new life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. I'm born again. I'm born again. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You see that. The men who are in the what? What color is it? Wine. Okay, I was going to say brown. It's wine, eh? Okay. The men in the wine t-shirt, they will help you. They will really help you. I tell you, see them as God's agents to help you on this new road. Salvation is a road. It's a long road. So please. Go with them. They will tell you something. Everything they say, do it. Clap your hands for them. Beautiful. Never the same again. Never. And clap your hands for seven great principles. out your communion those of you who came with your communion yes if you don't come with your communion 
Just relax. Beautiful. And lift your bread up. Lift your bread up. Yes. Every se- now because of coronavirus, we don't give, we don't serve communion. So if you want to take communion, you come and join the wave that carries you come to on. a great place. Lift your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it. As I eat it. I'm joined. I'm joined to the body of Christ. To the body of Christ. I am joined. I am joined to the body of Christ. To the body of Christ. My Christian life. My Christian life will be solid. Will be solid because I'm joined. Because I'm joined to the body of Christ. To the body of Christ. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. I'm eating it. I'm eating it for my healing. For my healing. For my healing. For my healing. For strength. For strength. Spiritual strength. Spiritual strength. Spiritual healing. Spiritual healing. For my life. For my life. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. For this bread. For this bread. It is the body of Christ. It is the body of Christ. Let's eat it. to change your life. Lift it up. Say this is the blood of Christ. Listen, listen, listen. Put your hand down. Just when you are coming to church, eh? don't just dress. Ask yourself, what must I carry to church? You remember that you must carry your communion. Yeah, is those who just dress and come to church casually who stand there and watch us as we are eating and drinking and there is a blessing that is about to be unleashed and you may miss it next week prepare these are the people who don't even prepare an offering to come to God's house those who come prepared they enjoy say the blood the blood for power for power say power against witchcraft power against witchcraft power against diseases power against diseases power against curses power against curses power against malams power against malam power against juju men Power against Juju men. Say words spoken against me. Words spoken against me. Are neutralized. Are neutralized by the power in the blood. By the power in the blood. Power to live for God. Power to live for God. Power to live for Christ. Power to live for Christ. Power to be a believer. Power to be a believer. Power, 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 power. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. And lift your hands. I'm praying for you now. Jesus. What you have drunk, what you have eaten, is releasing power into your body. Jesus. Yes. It's releasing power into your body now. Somebody here, three years ago, you ate something. Mm. That poison is still, is still in your body 
is still activated but tonight tonight is a specific night for the for the melting of that of that seed in your life receive healing i receive it receive deliverance somebody's left hand there's pain there Michael. There's a lady. You have a pain you think is menstrual pain. But it's not menstrual pain. There is there is there is a disease going on there. And now, in the name of Jesus, every lady, put your hands on your lower abdomen. Whether you have pain or not, put your hand on your lower abdomen. Now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I curse cancer. I blood cancer. I curse fibroids. I cast infertility. Infertility. Out. Out. Shut Out. Out. Shake. Out. 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 I declare you healed. I declare you healed. Receive power now. Jesus. Lift your two hands. Somebody here, you are being set free from witchcraft. There's something manipulating you. Prophesy. It's not a temperament. Prophesy. It's not your personality. Prophesy. There's a certain power that is that is that is controlling and maneuvering you in a certain way. Now lift your hands. I cast that power now. Amen. I block that power now. Amen. Go. Go. Be free. Yes. Be free. Jesus. Be free. Be free. Anything. Anything. That is not of God. I say anything. Anything. You have come to Mount Zion. Mount Zion. Anything in your life. My God. That is not of God. Professor. Somebody here. You are struggling with a certain habit. You are struggling with some impulses. Some impulses. Be free now. Amen. I said to free now. Be free now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands and bind the Out of you, Jesus. I believe that it represents deliverance. Lift your hands now. I'm commanding it. Thank you. Whatever is in you, preventing your advancement in life. Right now, right, right now. now, whether you are there, or you are here, or you are there, or you are here, or you are at the back, or you are in front. Speak right now. I command. Anything that is demonic, anything that is not of God, anything I commanded out, out, be free, yes, be free to marry, oh, yes, be free to advance, amen, be free to prosper, amen, be 
free to be great. Amen. Be free to be strong. Amen. Be free. Be free. Lift your hands again. Mareto. I command it. Yes. I command it. I command it. Whatever is in you, which descended from generations ahead of you, generations behind you, in the name of Jesus, I cut you off. Cut. I cut you off. Cut. Whatever rope has tied you, whatever rope has tied you to a tree, in the name of Jesus, I cut it off. Amen. I cut it off. Amen. Be free. Yes. Be free. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Hallelujah. One of the characteristics of the Zion encounters is deliverance. Deliverance. Right now, whatever chain has been tied to your leg, speak. I just saw a brother. There's a chain. He's not tied to anything. But there's a chain on your two ankles. Joint. It tells me you are a slave to something. Lift your hands, everybody. Especially young men. Whatever you are a slave of. I said, whatever you are a slave of. Tonight marks the end of slavery. Amen. Tonight marks the end of slavery. Amen. Be loose. Amen. Be free. Amen. Be free. Amen. I break the chain. Right. I break the chain. Right. I break the chain. Right. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are free. Free. You are free. You are free. You are free. Let's turn the tango. It's broken. The chain is 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 broken. Clap your hands for Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your deliverance. When you descend this hill, you will have something to show that you came into the presence of God. So you have something to show that you came into the presence of God. Clap your hands and celebrate a victory you never had.
I'm removing something like plaster on somebody's forehead. Remove. There's a label on your life. I'm removing it. Remove. I'm stripping it away. Yes. Lift your hands now. Whatever label. Professor. Yes. Whatever label. Professor. Whatever name. Professor. Whatever name. Professor. I see power. Power. Has been put on you. That is not the will of God. I remove it now. Yes. Be free. Yes. I take it away. Yes. I take it away. Yes. I take it away. Away. I take it away. Away. They say you won't do well. They say you will never marry. They say you will never drive a car. Ha! Then, then, then this is your first time of coming here. Anybody who comes here knows that this is a mountain of deliverance. Lift your two hands now. I curse it. I curse it. Amen. over your letter of employment to you. Oh, Jesus, 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 thank you. I heard four months. Maybe you are online. It, it was four months before the pandemic. So maybe somewhere November, December, you lost a job and you began to look for it and the pandemic came. You will come and stand here and share a testimony. Amen. That I have handed over your letter of employment. Actually, I see two two offers. You are going to choose one. Professor. Clap your hands for Jesus and celebrate. Let's celebrate with this brother. Let's celebrate with this brother.
I've been told that there's somebody with pain in your right hand. Your right hand. I was just told. Lift your hands. You are being healed now. You are being healed now. It's not a normal pain. Your right hand. Everyone lift your hands. Whether you have pain or not. Go! Yes! Be healed. The pain goes. The pain goes. The pain goes. The pain disappears. The pain disappears. The pain disappears. The pain disappears. It's gone. I said it is gone. You are free. Check that pain. Check that pain. Check it. If you are that person, come to me. If you are that person, pain in your arm. If you are that person, come to me. you are doing now. Show them. Stop it. What you are doing now. You couldn't do it before. I was even praying for somebody's foot and the pain in the right hand. But your faith. My God. Your faith. And so what you are doing was not possible. And the pain was where? Here or here? Here. Sorry. You've done x-ray of the shoulder. And you came tonight with the pain. Move the hand now. Move it. My call. My call. My call. My call. My call. Give the Lord a shout. What was wrong with you? 
says my right hand. Your right hand. Says, what happened to you? Are you a footballer? He says, you are a footballer. And what happened to your right hand? Please, you give me the microphone. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's okay. You hold it. Yes. I was playing football and I got hurt. You were playing football and yes. you got hurt. Your right hand. Where? Your wrist or your elbow? This elbow. Yeah. So, what happened tonight? I can't raise it. Sorry. I can't raise it, but now I can raise it. Wow! Side, those that can see, yes, you could not raise your hand. So, what couldn't you do before? Tell us, I can't raise it to my mouth. Wow, like wow. this, yeah, that's typical of wow. elbow pain. And now, imagine you've got Banku and tilapia. Close your eyes and imagine Banku and tilapia and tier one. Eat, my God. Eat again. Eat, eat, eat. eat. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Hey! Do Lamisi is online. My God, as the anointing Jesus. of Jesus has healed her. My God, oh, he's the Lord has Agency of the communion, Jesus. the blood, Mouse. the body, hey. and the prayer. Hey. I thank you. Thank you. It's done in Jesus' name. Amen. You, God bless you. Thank you. Wow. Another testimony. Bishop, it took me a while to come here because I wasn't too sure. <laughs> I felt so this is one of our pastors. Yes, I just wanted to be sure. I, I didn't. I, I felt it was a dream. 
I tripped about uh, three weeks ago. No, about four weeks ago on a staircase. So I landed in an awkward position and um, I had to support myself with my... So I've, I've had this pain here at the base of the palm, yes, here, for a very long time. Now, right hand. Yes. I almost forgot mm. that I had the pain. Wow. Now, when you said it, it took me about 10 seconds to realize that, ah, but you have this pain here. So believe God for your healing. So, I don't know whether you saw me, but I kept massaging my, the base of my palm. To be sure. To be sure. Wow. I was feeling it small. So, I was not too sure. I didn't want to come. But you know, as they were giving their testimonies, I felt it subsiding. It was going away slowly. Slowly. It's strange. He fell and landed on his hand. Normally, you can either have a cholesterol fracture or a galeazy malformation. Hey! A doctor. Or a spray of any of the palmar ligaments. And it's gone. It's amazing. Everyone lift your hands. Let me stretch my hand towards you. And I stretch my hand towards you. Whatever is not normal in your body. Jesus. Shout, I refuse it. I refuse it. Shout, I reject it. I reject it. Shout, it is not my portion. It is not my portion. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. By the blood, by the blood, by the body, by the body, by the prayer, by the prayer. Say, this is the mountain of deliverance. This is the mountain of deliverance. I'm healed. I'm healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. God bless you. Beautiful. 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 Now, I'll tell you. Those of you in this service, his presence. Around November, after November, October, God willing, when you come, be ready for half night. God. Be ready for all night. My God. Now we are respecting borders. Mm. But soon. Soon. I said soon. Soon. By the time you are going home, Jesus, you'll be feeling fine. Amen. So you'll be feeling fine. Amen. I said you'll be feeling fine. Amen. Receive your blessing. Clap your hands and you may be seated. Let's quickly go home.